This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline. Hour two. One hour until you figure out what's going to happen with your fantasy life, right? Because after this week comes... The it, or well possibly and hopefully it doesn't for you but you know that first week after you lose the fantasy football playoffs you know what it feels like that next week you don't even want to watch Ooh. football right and then your guys go off it just happens to go <laughs> like that and your guys go off and you're thinking man I hate this but that's why they have DFS as well it doesn't stop for us the gambling the DFS even after football we still come with uh, basketball and like I said we uh, our show switches a little bit of the theme. In the off season, so for those, uh, we were actually talking right now. As far as we haven't had a show, a concrete show for about two weeks now, yeah. and uh, our listeners and and our followers on Twitter are hitting us up and asking what was going on. So hey, we're back. We're accounted for. Nothing's changing. Yep. And just, just uh, Aggie basketball. It, sometimes that's going to be on the station. So we have to. Be anytime flexible. the Aggies are yep. on, they they uh, they preempt us. So just know that that if the Aggies are on, they got uh, they got they're, they're the leaders in the clubhouse, and then we come second. But we're here. One hour to go. Let's get into some money because I do have some bets. And Josh asked me as well on the on the on the break. And, and usually I tell him, man, I got some heat. He said, "Hey, how do you feel about the games this week?" And I told him, "Bad." Ooh. All right, so that's we need we need you even more this week. Jay. Yeah, it's ugly. Yeah. It's ugly out there this week. Those lines. So the the few that we pick, we're gonna try to make some money on. So let's jump right in. Let's do it. All right, let's get to this one. We were teasing it a little bit with Lamar Jackson last segment. Let's get to this Ravens Bills game, Jerry. It's in Buffalo. I mean, now it's down to it's under a touchdown. Now Ravens are favored even on the road, but it's under a touchdown. So what do you think about this one? I think it's a it's a little high. Not to say that again. I'm not going to step in front of that Ravens train. I'm just not going to do it. I've learned my lesson. I've done it in the last few weeks, and I keep learning my lesson. Or I haven't learned my lesson. I'm going to learn it now. I doubted, not doubted them, but I figured that the that the Texans were going to play them good, and they didn't. And you know, I took the the 49ers against them. I took the spread though, so I ended up getting the points. Nice. But in this particular situation. Are we respecting the Bills too much? Do they get too much respect? Because we know that the record, I think it, it tells a lot about the strength of schedule, right? Yeah. And then how much do you trust Allen? Man, more and more each week. You know, like I was really impressed with the win over the Cowboys, but now the Cowboys are starting to show us that uh, they're not that good. Yeah. Uh, you know, sorry, Trey, but you're a big Cowboys fan, right? You're starting to get a little concerned, yeah, right? Yeah, I am. I think I'm becoming a Texans fan every week. <laughs> but, yeah, that, it's it's bad. But that Bills team is really good. I will give you that. And, and Allen's been playing well. But we'll talk about it for fantasy here. You have to be a little worried about him going against the Ravens this week, right? If he's kind of carried you through the playoffs, that's a tough matchup. And let's talk about John Brown. I don't feel great about him. Do you, Jerry? Those corners are good for the Ravens. Man, that's a whole different team now. Now that they got everyone in place, that's a team third and past DVOA now, and they're only going to get better. Those numbers doesn't entail whenever they didn't have all those bodies. I don't. That's why it's so scary with the Ravens going forward. Because once you get to the playoffs, you usually say, okay, they're a, they're not a cold weather team, or they're going up against ex opponent that could stop the. But what do the Ravens have that can't 
translate to the playoffs? They're run. They, can they run it? Yeah. Can they play in cold weather? Yeah. yeah. Do they got a kicker? Yeah. The, I mean, does a quarterback throw run? I mean, everything. What? The only thing that could stop do coaching? Do they have it? Yes. The only yeah. thing that stops the Ravens is what? I don't know. They're loaded, man, and they're they're getting big wins, big clutch wins too. So ever since they got blown out by the Browns, they've been a different team. And it, Oh, sorry. Uh, they traded for uh, Marcus Peters, too. Yep. It made a big difference. Once they got all the, together, that whole secondary, everything's changed for them. And, again, they're used to – it makes it easier, though, on them when they're playing with leads, though. When you're playing with leads and you got defensive backs like that, it makes it real easy. Again, today, though, I think that the game is going to be won or lost as far as the betting-wise in the trenches. And I hate to be so uh, make it so simplified, but that's where it's at. And people look at the Bills' defense as some – yes, they're great. Uh, they're, I'm not going to say good. They're great. They're a great defense. They hold teams to under 20 points many of times, but they can be run on. That's what I was going to say. That's where they struggle, and that's what the Ravens are really good at. Six and a half feels like a lot for the Ravens being on the road, right? And that's what I'm saying. That's So then we flip it six and a half, so in a neutral nine and a half in Baltimore, 12 and a half, maybe even 13 if we give Baltimore three and a half for home field. That's thirteen. If it was thirteen in 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 Buffalo in Baltimore, I would take Buffalo right now. I'm Me even, too. Yeah. Right. Just not even the saying that. Just the the way these teams play as well. It's not like a Baltimore, and not that Baltimore doesn't blow people out because they do. Once they get ahead, they press the gas, and they will do so more with that defensive the defensive backs, but. This seems like a position for Buffalo for me. For whatever reason, I feel like Buffalo sneaks in the back door. And at one point or another, and that's what I keep banking on, the Ravens having a down week. You know what I mean? They've been having to get up. When was the last time the Ravens didn't have a big game? That's a good point. And on Buffalo's side, this is their biggest game, right? Their biggest game. I mean, we're this far into the season. Long week. Yeah. Coming off playing on Thursday. Yeah, that's a good point. Is this a blow a spot? Does Allen really believe now? He blew it up in a national primetime spot. I mean, everything's looking. You know what? I'm getting in front of the train again. Small bet, pizza money, not steak. I'm taking the Bills plus the points. I like that one actually quite a bit, Jerry. Uh, anything on the total? 44 and a half is where it's at. No, going back to right? what we're saying, yeah. Go, I just, I, I, if anything, I would go first half under. If any time that I'm looking at these unders, I like first half unders as, as I do think that these teams both have turnover possibilities as far as defensive-wise, and they could turn you over and take you to the house and – I'd rather get the the small small sample size as far as the first half. Give me first half under as far as a lean. But the more we talked about it, the more I like the Bills at those points. I like that too. Moving along, Washington Green Bay, big spread here, thirteen points. It's actually come down a little bit. I guess you know Washington was getting pounded. It went from fourteen and a half to thirteen. I mean, I obviously think the Packers are going to roll here at home. Um, I don't know. It's it feels like a lot, but. Washington's really bad, Jerry. So, like, I don't, I wouldn't feel good betting on them. But man, that that thirteen's a lot, man. What do you think about this one? I think it's a lot, especially they're saying that the weather might play a factor, and the way these teams move as far as pace, really, really slow paces. Uh, everyone thinks that Green Bay, for whatever reason, gets out there and slings the ball around. They don't do that. And if you watch Green Bay games, they're hiking that ball inside five seconds yeah. all the time. I think it's a, re- a way they they mask their defense give their defense a chance to, to catch their breaths, and that's why they move so slow. And if you look at the Redskins, they're going to be run, run, run. We talked about how they have plenty of options in that backfield. I, I expect a lot of that. Even if they get behind, they'll still be using the running backs as far as throwing to them. This game screams under. As much as I hate to say it, it's got 
teaser material written all over it, under all over it. And, and it's, that's at 42 is where it's at right now. And it's been holding steady at that pretty much all week. So the under there. All right, this is a big one. Let's move along. Denver, Houston. And, man, this is a huge one for the Texans because even after they, you know, they beat the Colts, they beat the Patriots, and, man, the city's still like, ah, I need to see more. It doesn't feel like everybody's buying in after that huge win against New England. I think a lot of it's fans are expecting that, they're going to drop a game that they should win. Because if you think about it this year, Jerry, you know, they, they go beat the Saints, and that was, or they, they lose to the Saints in a close game. They go beat the Chargers, and then, you know, then they have a stinker after that. They, they beat the Chiefs, and then they have a stinker after that. Every time you kind of buy into the Texans, they, they lose a game that really disappoints you. They get rolled by the Ravens. So you have to wonder about this one here. They're playing the Broncos, a team that they should easily handle, but. After big wins, the Texans have not been coming through. Can they cover this today? I, look, I, I think we both think they'll win. But, I mean, what's it, at nine, nine and a half? Are they going to cover that against the Broncos? It's a little much. Vaughn Miller is active, officially. I think it's a little much. Uh, the game moves slow, though, I believe. We know that the Texans give up the most receptions to the running back position. Checkmark Phillip Lindsey. Yep. He will get a lot of balls. This game has seven points, six points written all over it. I do think the Texans win, but I think it's inside that nine. And now it's down to eight and a half. I, I almost, I was trying to get it at ten yesterday. I couldn't quite get it. I was, I was getting it about nine. But yeah, I just, it feels like a touchdown game for me. It really does. Let me give you this stat: when the Texans are favorite at home, as they are today, one seven and one over under. So it's only been one over. When they're home favorites, going back to December of last year, when they're favored, the let's call it the total is usually pretty sharp, and it plays to the under. If you look up on the opposite side of the ball, the Broncos are four fifteen and one as a dog. So everything is pointing to the under here, and they're both in their in their roles in their one as a home favorite Texans. One over in the last nine? It makes sense, right? Because O'Brien, he's going to try and run the ball today. The more I think about this, the more I like that under. Because this game screams under, and and that's telling you that the Broncos on the road as a dog, that's who they are. They play to suit, and they play unders. Give me the under in that game, Josh, and I'm going to punch it for two units. I like it, and that's one of the lowest totals this week at 42 and a half and we still like the under here i'm with you on that one i think denver covers the spread but i I like the under i think texans win the game Uh, i think it should be a good statement win for the texans that they can they can get an easy game that they need and then as long as they what split with the titans here at the end of the season they should lock up the division so you know way to go texans people have been critical of them but they've been They've been pretty good, Jerry. We got to give them their credit. All right, moving along. San Francisco, New Orleans. This is one that this is one of the best games of the week, right here, right? So we got the Saints. It's all the way down to one and a half. It was at three. I've been watching this line move and move and move. I guess a lot of people love the 49ers. They're taking the points. What do you think about this one, Jerry? It's Saints at home, but man, Niners. They're legit. I always talk about situational spots, and when we brought up the Ravens, I keep thinking, when are they going to have their their low? And I'm thinking the same thing about the Niners. When are they going to have their low moment? Is it this week? Now, missing your linebackers that are known to stop the run, and now you're having to call up Teo again. Anti-Teo sighting. I heard they called up (laughs) Teo again. And once you're doing that and you're losing, what is Alonzo? And and I forget the other guy, but the leading tacklers as far as linebackers, you're calling up Teo against a team that runs it 
really well successfully, that's trouble. It, everything tells me though here that this is where you go against the 49ers and you take Breeze in a in a game where they're laying it up to you. It's just win, and that's what scares me. Whenever you go to that board and you're thinking, oh, all they got to do is just win, and then at some point, I saw it three and a half for a, a few minutes, minutes. Why do you say that? Because when they gave the Niners minutes of three and a half, the Sharps killed it. That's too many points. Once you get me outside of that hook, I'm killing it. And then they're not, you're never going to see that three and a half again. And that seems a little scary to me that the books are just giving you, hey, Breeze just got to win at home. Here you go. You want it? Yeah. And I just feel like this year has been a little tougher to handicap, Jerry. It's been a little all over the place, right? So I feel like in those situations, take the points. You know, if you feel like everything's kind of crazy and you're not – you're not so sure with your bets every week because, you know, teams are they're all over the place. You know, one week this team looks great, and then the next week they look terrible. I feel like there's more inconsistency this year. So in that case, take the points if you're not really sure. Why not take the points if you're like, I don't know which way this is going to go. So I think that's kind of a good rule for this year is, I mean, even like last week with the Dolphins beating the Eagles. I mean, everything is just all over the place. So when I'm in those circumstances, I'm like, hey, at least give me the points. If, it can, if it's going to be inconsistent, at least I got some points to protect me there. Let's talk about this uh, 49ers backfield. I know a lot of people are, they don't know, do I start you know, Mostert or, you know, Brittle Brita, you know, looks like he'll be ready to go this yeah. week. Coleman has been killing people. So I kind of feel like Shanahan just kind of watches the game and whoever kind of looks good early, he just kind of goes with that guy. But you're not going to know that when you're setting your lineup. He's going to ride the hot hand. Yeah. And that's not good for fantasy. But if you have one of those guys, you're asking yourself, how can I sit him down? How do you sit Coleman down? How do you, or if you had Brita and you can use him as a fill-in. How do you sit him down? But again, the Saints are going to give up a lot of rush yards. Yeah. That we know, but who's going to get them that we don't? And if you're telling me that you're only going to get 10 to 13 touches off one of these guys, and then you have somebody on your bench that can give you maybe more, start looking at other places because that's a hard backfield to dissect. No, I agree. I think you can get away from Garoppolo this week. Don't love the matchup for him, but I, I think you're rolling with Breeze. If he got you here, then, you know, but... I, I, I would manage expectations for Breeze this week. I, I don't see Offensive a, lines. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't love him in this spot. So, anyway, down to a point and a half. I'd probably – this is a tough one. I think New Orleans is going to win, and that one and a half number – what do you make of that, Jerry? We always talk about the key numbers in gambling. One and a half, what does that tell you? It tells you that the books don't even know, and then they're <laughs> moving. So, at this point, if you're going Niners, take money line because that's a real dead number to me. Take the plus money. If you're taking the Saints, go ahead and hit them right now. At that money, one and a half is the best as you're going to get. I don't think it gets any better. All right, we will get to the rest of the games on the other side, but just a moment here, guys. I want to talk about Brewings. If you want to go watch the Texans today, Brewings is a great place to go. You know, they have a really nice one on 290 in Mason. That's in a really nice spot. And they have them all over town. That's what's really cool about Brewings. And on Sundays, they have a great special. You can get boneless wings, 30 of them, Jerry, 30 for $17.99. That's what I'm getting on the way home. I'm telling you, like, what a great deal. I know. I mean, we could all, 30 wings, we could almost all together eat for 18 bucks. You can't beat that. They have all the games on, they have tons of TV. So if you want to watch, you know, you want to watch the Packers game, you want to watch the Patriots game, doesn't matter. They'll have the Texans on too. They're a great spot. Go check them out. They have great beer specials on Sundays as well. We love Brewings. We've been out to a whole bunch of them this football season. And actually, a little later in the month, we're going to be out in the one off the 249 for one of the last games of the year at the end of December. So come check us out for that event and get over to Brewings today, guys. Great specials, great wings, great beer. Get over to Brewings. 
This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline. 713-780-3776 at Moneyline 97.5 is where you can find us on Twitter. Go ahead, shoot all your fantasy questions our way. If you got anything gambling, any bad beats you want to get off your chest, 713-780-3776. We only got about 40 minutes left. Let's get into some more of these games because there's some things to touch on. And we also got some questions coming from the people. Let's do it. And let's. we just got a question there we saw on Twitter about Josh Jacobs. Guys, this is a true game time decision for him. So, and it's a three oh five game. Why do the fight fantasy gods do this to us? Uh, I know, and that's the thing, guys. Is all I'm saying is is have other options. You know, you could use DeAndre Washington or Jalen Richard. You know, Richard's going to get more of the passing down work. We know that. So, if you're in PPR, you know, maybe you like him a little better. But I would say this. If you have other options that are comparable to Josh Jacobs, you might want to roll with them. It's it's the fantasy playoffs. I mean, if he doesn't start, you know, and he's inactive, but you're not going to know he's inactive until the first slate of games already start. So make arrangements. We love him as a player, but there's no way we can know if you know if they're going to decide. And he's already been shooting up like every week for these games. So. If you have other options, that would be the safer way to go. I know it, it sucks to sit him down. He's he's probably a big reason your fantasy team's in the playoffs. But, you know, make sure you have a backup option if he's inactive. And if it's that true of a game-time decision, then that means all it takes is that one hit. And it's right. not like a, he's a running back, you know what I mean? It's not like he's not going to get contact. It's not like it's something where a defensive back can maybe mask it. No, he's going to get contact. And all it takes is that one lineman falling on that shoulder, and that's it. And that and. I mean, it's a big game for them, though, this week. That, you know, that's why he's probably going to try and go. But, look, we don't know. You know, we, There's no way we can know. You, we just can tell you to, to have other options just in case. Because if you take that zero, you're going to be really upset with yourself if you lose because he doesn't start. So have some other options. All right, let's get to some other games right quick. Where did we leave off? Okay, we left off with the Saints. This one we talked about a little earlier in the show. Let's talk about the Bengals and the Browns. I know this sounds like a stinker. I don't think anybody's running the TV to watch this one. But I think there's some, big, some good fantasy points in this one. I think if you've actually made it to the playoffs with Odell Beckham on your team, I think this is that week where he finally pays off for you. I, I think Odell gets going here. I think Landry could have a nice game too. I, I really like the Browns in this one. And I just I think Baker's going to blow it up. They're favored by a touchdown. They're at home. Baker's played a lot better at home. So I think I think the Browns get it going today. What, what? do you make of uh, Odell Beckham's announcement that he's going to get offseason surgery? Do you think that had anything to do with his playing this year? I think he's probably using it as an excuse, you know, for why he's had a bad year. I what mean, do you think of uh, Tyler Boyd? Uh, Boyd's been good, man. With Andy Dalton back, I think you keep rolling with him. I mean, he's not. It's not a sexy play, right, Jerry? Like, you don't go up to your buddies and you're like, man, I got Tyler Boyd on my fantasy team. Like, like who? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you don't, you know, he's not that sexy name that you build your roster around, but he's been very, very serviceable. He's a good possession receiver. And, you know, in PPR, he usually gets the job done. 
I got a few questions here to get to. Matt Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, or Minshew? Oh, man. Uh, God, I have Tannehill one spot ahead of Matt Ryan in my ranking, so it's really close. But, uh, yeah, I, I guess I'm leaning towards Tannehill. I mean, you never feel good. Like, hey, it's the playoffs, and I'm starting Ryan Tannehill. But they're playing Oakland. Oakland's terrible on defense, Jerry. No, and there's. I think it's out of Matt Ryan and Ryan Tannehill. I'm going Matt Ryan. I just like him getting Hooper back, uh, healthy Julio. I think that they, they can they can pick apart that Panthers defense. This is a three touchdown game for me for Matt Ryan. See, and I think it, I see it more of a of a, a Freeman type of game. But I, I'm with because you, you know the Panthers are really bad against the run. So, but either way, we see a lot of points for the Falcons. All right, got another question here: Devontae Parker or Robert Woods? Oh man. I hate to say it, but how do you sit Devontae Parker? He's been fantastic. He has been really good. Yeah. Really good. And now we just saw that Adams is out. Who's 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 healthy on that secondary for the Jets? Yeah, that's a good point. And, and they're not good to begin with in the secondary. Exactly. And I think that they'll be chasing points because I do think the Jets offense can score. I think this has got sneaky. This game's got sneaky fantasy goodness in it because I like Robbie Anderson a lot. I got me that too. Question. Yeah, that's one of my favorite plays this week. I think Robbie Anderson blows it up. Devontae Parker's the guy. Yeah, and with Robbie Anderson, I don't know if you remember last year, he won a lot of people fantasy leagues. He's got a a thing where he kind of comes on towards the end of the season. So if you if you need some help at receiver, we both like Robbie Anderson this week. And that's, uh, that's it for the questions on my aspect. Let's jump into a few more of these games because I do want to give out a pick. I got an underdog pick today. Ooh, I like it. All right, we got. right, let's get to one more game here. We were just kind of talking about it, Carolina-Atlanta. Let, let's get into this from a gambling uh, perspective. Atlanta favored by three and a half. You know, we'll see with Rivera leaving, Carolina firing their coach, how that could impact the game. But this feels like about a field goal game for the Falcons at home, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And I'm looking more at the team total. I think Atlanta could get to 26 points. That's yeah. the team total it's set at, over under 48 for the game. I do think that Atlanta gets to 26. I think Carolina does play inspired today. Not so much that we spoke about earlier, what can it do to your locker room? Since some of those guys did want Rivera still there, what is it going to do for them? I think they just need to change. I do too. And we talked about DJ Moore a little earlier in the show. I mean, Look, guys, I know all streaks come to an end, but what is he, like five straight games with 100 yards or a touchdown? And he gets like 10 targets every single week. So I know you kind of worry about streaks coming to an end, but I'm a big believer in fantasy football. You keep starting guys until they give you a reason not to start them. So I'm going to roll with DJ Moore this week. How can you not? I mean, he's so heavily targeted. I, I th- if he's on your roster, yeah. he's a reason that you're playing today. Okay, he's a reason that you're playing today. And if you don't start him against an Atlanta Falcons team, which we always target as far as fantasy goodness and Atlanta can score, they're going to score a team total of 26. They have the Carolina at 21 and a half juiced minus 120 to the over. So they're predicting uh, the Panthers to score over 21 and a half points. So let's put the Panthers at 23. Let's say those 23 points. I think DJ Moore has some of it. I I do, too. And, you know, the weather is going to be good. It's inside in a dome. So you don't have to worry about that. And you're not getting that with a lot of these matchups today. Right. So we like DJ Moore. And if you wanted to bet on – DJ Moore is a guy in PPR. He's even more valuable, Jerry, because
because he catches like six balls a week. So, but if you wanted to bet on his reception total, where would you go? My bookie, that's the only place to go. Why? Because they offer the best props, the best in-game betting. And that's real crucial to us because we give you all these picks and you, uh, you're at home. You're lucky you get to sit and the games come on. We're driving during this. I'm, ner- I'm nervous wreck driving, nervous wreck. And I'm thinking, man, I didn't get to bet that game. I knew it. And then I think to myself, as soon as I get home, don't text and drive. As soon as I get home, I'm going to hit that live bet. And sometimes you get a better number. Say a, a spread seven and a half to the favorite, and you want that favorite, and then the opposite team gets the ball first, and they go down, and they punch in a touchdown. That shouldn't change the spread as much as you think that it would. And when you go to the line, sometimes it'll be four now all of a sudden. Yeah. And you're thinking one possession, opening possession of the game, a good offense went down there and scored against the favorite. Yeah, big deal. And now you're giving it to me four. You're crossing that number that all week I contemplated on saying, I'm not going to bet that seven and a half. That's outside the key number. But at mybookie.ag, you can do just that. You go over there, you open up the live betting menu, and every time that there's a commercial break, they update the lines. Commercial break, update lines. If you see an injury, go go hit that refresh. I guarantee you that there'll be some value there. Go to mybookie.ag, open up a new account. What you're going to see is promo code radio. You're going to put it in, 100% deposit bonus. You're going to deposit whatever it is, 200 bucks. you're going to get 200 You're saying, hey, I'm out there. I just want to learn. I just want to get my feet wet right now, Jerry. I'm not trying to do all this crazy stuff that you always do parlay. I just I don't even watch soccer. How am I going to? Well, then use that promo code radio. They're going to match your deposit. Now you're playing with house money. Win or lose, now you're learning. You're learning. They're, they're, they're helping you. They're paying you to learn. MyBookie.ag, promo code radio. You play, you win, you get paid. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline, 713-780-3776. Give us a call. Shoot us a text at Moneyline975 is where you can reach us on Twitter. we got our man Juggalo Trey, Josh Jordan, Jerry Bonos with a Z. We're in studio. We're getting you ready for your fantasy playoffs. It's a big day for you. You've, you've worked yourself all year long for this moment, and now you need to capitalize. So, again, the, the, the theme of this show is don't get too cute. Don't go out there and make decisions irrationally thinking – I need to get these big points. Think about the overall structure of your team and say, do I need to risk here? Can I risk here? You Josh Jacobs guys, I pray for you. I pray that it works out. If you go to 3 o'clock and and he does play and he gives you 20 touches, I hope he does that. But if in your head you really have a doubt that he can maybe get me 10, 12, and what if they script him out of the game? What if he doesn't play at all? If if you have any of these questions and you have someone on your roster right now that will get a full complement of touches, think about it. And here's the other thing with Josh Jacobs is if I know you have to win this week, but looking ahead to next week, if if you, if you win this week without Jacobs, if they're probably going to lose to the Titans, right, Jerry? Don't you think that there's a good chance? Then they're basically out of it. So I wouldn't count on Josh Jacobs coming back next week if they're basically out of it. 
You know what I mean? So even if you get through this week, you need to make some plans for next week. You need to find another running back. So get to the waiver wire this week before the game start and pick up somebody for next week just in case you win. So if you have it, you know, you're set for this week with Jacobs or not, have a plan for next week in case you win because the guy you're starting this week in his place, he may have a terrible matchup next week. So, you know, go look at the waiver wire now. Like right now, right yeah. now, though, before it locks up in these game times because then you have to wait and everyone's got even playing ground. Start thinking about next week, but... Just in case. Yeah. Just in case. But, again, if you're out there and you got Jacobs on your team, I know I'm feeling your pain because that's a it's a big decision to have. And if you played the noon games, it'd be a little bit better. But as the as the slate progresses... So does your anxiety. No doubt. And let's talk about some guys that are in and out. Reading this here from Field Yates, Adam Thielen is inactive. So I know a lot of people are on the Vikings this week, and for good reason, but Thielen is not going to go. Hollywood Brown is active for the Ravens, so you can use him. Surprise, surprise, Jerry. Will Fuller, inactive. I don't understand. I know. I don't understand. (laughs) <laughs> that is garbage. It, man, he, you see what a difference he makes when he plays. Man, and the, He just stretches the field. and Man, he had another huge play last week. He just dropped it in the end zone. You know, and We see Will Fuller do that. So It's just scary with him because at one point or another, you're going to find yourself in these playoffs, right? And, and, yeah. In any given year, per se. And to have the worry of your number two wideout that that is such a even when he doesn't get the ball the way he makes defenses have to plan for him to not know if that's a for sure thing that he's even going to be suited up that's that's a hassle that's something that you can't live consistently you know you can't you can't build a great team doing that because you Hopkins is Hopkins, but you have to have a number two. You have you to. You do. And Stills, you want Stills to be your number three. You don't want him to have to be your number two. How much of a steal was Stills, though, now looking back at it? Because not to say that he's some world beater, but when we looked at the overall trade, Stills was just kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah he's good. He, he's, oh, he'll get his. It's a throw-in kind of. Yeah, yeah, but now that you look at him, he's actually a piece, and if they could use him better, I think he'd be more valuable, but – that whoever the wide receiver two is for the Texans has got a a very important role in this offense. Even like I said, when the ball isn't going to to Will Fuller, just running straight, just run out fast as you can because that makes the defense has to split up. It's it going to give space. It opens up space. It opens up space for the running backs to get it in, in, in to the flats. It opens up everything. It, it does. And you said you kind of like the under in this Texans game. I like it a little better knowing Fuller's not going to play. How about you? Me too. When we said that, we didn't know if Fuller was in or out, and we didn't know if Vaughn Miller was all the way, and both of those things check out towards the under. 42.5 is a low total. It is. A 2017 game gets you there, and I think that's somewhere along the lines where we see today. No, I'm with you. And we'll try and hit the rest of these games before we run out of time here. So so let's go ahead and do that. We like the under in the Texans game. I think the Broncos are likely to cover, but... God, Jerry, I've been so off betting on the Texans this year. I think my heart gets in the way. So proceed with caution when it comes to my prediction for the Texans games. All right, moving along. Let's go Detroit, Minnesota. This is another one of those games where all the Dalvin Cook owners, they're worried. They don't know. You know, he's dealing with a shoulder too, I believe. So he says he's going to go, and he's a guy that got you here. What do you think with Dalvin Cook? At least it's the, the, the early slate of games, but... I just worry they might make him active and kind of make him the emergency running back. And they let Madison go, and if they need Cook, they, you know, 
they break open the glass Ooh, and they use him. I sure hope so. I'm playing Dalvin Cook. Are you? <laughs> the highest money to bet de- difference this week comes with the Minnesota Vikings at 22%, meaning that a lot of tickets are getting printed, but the more money is lining up on their end. So keeping that in mind, as far as the Dalvin Cook aspect, I don't know what to think about, the, about him because I'm usually a guy that plays props on him, and I'm yeah. taking that week off of him because I don't know what they do with him. A big spread, if they get up, what's their intuition to, to, to risk him? Why not get Madison going and, and leave it at that? So I don't even think you get a full complement of – uh, Dalvin Cook this week, but twelve seems like a lot. It does. It does. Yes, Detroit's playing with a third string, but I think it's too much. I do too. And they covered on Thanksgiving with their backup quarterback, so you wonder if, if they could do it here. I don't. Uh, me personally, I'm passing. To be honest with you, twelve is a lot. Uh, I'm throwing. Them, I do have them in ten point teasers, bringing them down to two. I'm doing that same thing with the Green Bay Packers, bringing them down to three. But as far as a straight bet, I just I've never trusted Minnesota with big spreads. That's just something I've never done. It seems like they're, they're a team that always gets me whenever they give up these big spreads. No, I, I'm with you. It, but whoever is going to run the ball for the Vikings, they got a great matchup against Detroit. I don't think anybody has been better at giving up fantasy points to running backs than the Lions have been over the course of the year. So if you are rolling with Madison this week in your flex, I think he could come through for you. All right, let's move it along. The game we're all waiting for, Miami, the New York Jets, Jerry. I know we're going to go right after the show, and we're going to watch this game together. And we got Sam Darnold, Ryan Fitzpatrick here. Jets favored by five. Another one of these kind of weird numbers, right? A fan favorite, if you really watch football mm-hmm. deeply. Blah, pow. <laughs> Everybody's putting him in their DFS uh, this week. Uh, Bilal Powell's sighting is going to be his day. He's back. He's back. <laughs> that's the name that I'm hearing around the DFS world that's going to be the highest owned player. It sounds crazy, but at the price, I think that this game has quiet fantasy goodness involved in it. I think Darnold blows it up today. Robbie Anderson yeah. blows it up today. Bilal Powell blows it up today. Devontae Parker goes off. Yeah. I'm with you. I think this one could be sneaky good. Total's at 47. It's actually gone up three points since they put the odds up originally. So it looks like Vegas expects some points here too. More and more injury to the uh, to the Jets secondary. We saw that they just announced Adams out definitely. So who do the Miami Dolphins have under center? A guy that doesn't care. No. A guy that doesn't care to go out there, he doesn't care what your tanking problems are or your your tanking desires. He's going to go out there and he's going to play ball. He's going to let it rip. And that's what you always get with the Dolphins. You can say that they're going to play from behind. They're going to keep playing. They're not just going to run it up. Hey, we're down by 30 points. No, they're going to keep throwing the ball. And that's what leads me to believe that there will be points in this game. And uh, it's... I don't see very many people running to the window and say, man, I'm going to bet the over on the Jets, Dolphins. <laughs> that's a track meet. And that's what I like about that because it's keeping that number right around. Even though it went up, that's more because of a lot of sharp dollars. And I'm agreeing with those sharp dollars. Over on Jets, though, team total, as I don't want to look back and think, man, the Dolphins didn't help me out. They didn't help me get there. I don't think I have that same worry whenever I'm betting with the Jets. I think the Jets surpass the 26 points that it takes to win that bet i agree with you robbie anderson tends to get it done during the fantasy playoffs he did it last year i think he could do it again and with Devonte parker jerry like 
Fitzpatrick doesn't care. Even when Parker's not open, he's throwing him the ball. You know, he's just winning a lot of 50-50 catches here. And he's playing angry. This is what we've been waiting for forever. And, I mean, just think about this. It, it's an Adam Gase issue. You know, like, Parker has been great with him gone. You know, look at look at Kenyon Drake. He's actually producing with the Cardinals when he goes to another team. Look at what Ryan Tannehill is doing now that he's away from Adam Gase. He's starting to look like he was the issue. Adam Gase and Jeff Fisher walk into a bar. <laughs> I like it. All right, let's move along. This one, you said you like this game. This is the Bucks game. They're playing the Colts this week. Maybe the Bucks will do the Texans a favor and, and take care of business. This spread's gone up to a full three points with Tampa here. What do you think about this one, Jerry? I know you like this game. The hold your nose special. I think I've lost a little bit of value as Tampa was at one. Now we're getting to the key number of three, but I'm on Tampa. Uh, I don't trust Jameis very often, but when I do, he's at home. Yeah. And I do think that the that these two teams, not to say they're going in different directions, but I don't think that the Colts know what's going to happen now. Their, their, their season from before it started went down, then they showed that they did have a, a decent enough team to compete, and then now they're looking up at the Titans and the Texans. So what do you make out of this team? I like the uh, the Buccaneers in an ugly spot. Although that this the spread was at one one and a half, and now it's at three at the at the main uh, key number. But I can't see myself betting anything other than the Buccaneers on this game. No, no T Y Hilton, right? That that makes a big difference there. Marlon Mack might be returning this week, and Tampa could stop the run. That's the, the one really thing they can that. do. Yeah, so you have to think that man. I I think the Colts are going to struggle to score here. So I like that play of Tampa and. You know, what I like to do after the show's over, I like to go over to Brewings and watch the games, Jerry. I'm, don't you think that's maybe the best spot to go today? Uh, I'm telling you, I'm getting that 30P1799 mm. Sundays. Can you bring that back to the station? <laughs> 30P1799 is what's going on at Brewings today. Not just today, but all throughout the week they have specials. They have m- numerous TVs. It's a... I hate going to a weeding place that doesn't give you that sports atmosphere. Yeah. The one that you want. You go in there and, and they got... the some 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 shopping channel on you know and someone <laughs> yeah. hasn't changed it and now the news is on and it's like what are we doing here i want to get there i want to feel the sports atmosphere and that's what you get at brew wings you get over there you drink that cold beer you enjoy those good wings because i put up that sauce against anyone i'm a oh yeah what, what kind of wings do you like man i like i like they're extra hot i'm an extra hot guy okay i'm just hot okay i'm, I'm gonna work myself to that but i like their hot wings pretty well and i've you know like i said i, I eat wings pretty often that's my uh football sunday thing but now that now that uh they've kind of they've sold me okay because before we started doing business with them i didn't really know about them yeah and that's what i get with a lot of people they don't know about brewing so get on out there yeah get over there get on out there on a sunday and i promise you you will not regret it the beer specials at 9.99 they had dollar beer specials on thursday night football when i went out there for dollar beer dollar beers for thursday night yeah not very many wing places you're getting dollar beer specials so again get on out to brewings they've got locations all throughout the houston area we've been there all throughout the season for houston home games and we got one more planned for the last home game of the season so again get out to brewings and join those 30 wings 17.99 i know i am brewings you're listening to money line on espn 97.5 and 
on ESPN975.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline, 713-780-3776. This is the last segment, so you better get your questions in quickly because 14 minutes from now, your fantasy life is on the line. How do you feel about that, Josh? Man, it's this is what you play for, right? The only sad thing is knowing that, man, I, I may not have a game next week. But, hey, at least you might have a consolation game. And some, you know, a lot of leagues, if you win third place, you still win 100 bucks or something like that. So there's still a lot to play for. I just can't believe the season went by this fast. That's what I was telling you yesterday. Is, this, is it really this late in the season already? We built it up all offseason to, to get to this point. And once it gets here, it's like, please slow down. Please. And when, when those championship Saturdays come around, you know that it's getting smaller and smaller. Yeah, no doubt about it, but that's all right. It is a little sad, but we still have the playoffs, and you can still play DFS during the you know the NFL playoffs. So there's still plenty of fantasy football left. But yeah, in your seasonal leagues, this this is what it's all about, man. I don't know about you, Jerry, but I enjoy the seasonal leagues a little more. There's something about having a team that you know you start on draft day with, and you, you know you work with them through the whole year, and I don't know you feel more invested. You know, with DFS, you're just kind of hey, I like this guy this week because he's playing a crappy team. Hey, so let's go over to the to the text line as we got a bunch of them before we get out of here. Oh, jeez, this guy, I guess this was before the Will Fuller uh, news. He's he wanted Will Fuller or Mike Williams. We know that's Mike Williams now. Watson without Fuller or Murray, Kyler Murray. Ooh, uh, I'm gonna go with Watson, man. Like a lot of people probably did want to start him last week, and that came back to bite him in the ass. So uh, I'm gonna end. You know, Murray's still kind of, we don't know about that hamstring he's been playing through, right? Odell Beckham or Calvin Ridley? Ooh, man. I'm going to go with Beckham. I just have a a feeling he's going to have a big game this week. Ryan Tannehill or Josh Allen? Man, I'm probably going to go with Tannehill. Just that matchup scares me against the Ravens. Texans tight end Fells or Seattle's tight end Hollister? Ugh. Hollister's been getting his, yeah. but it's like they're touchdown boomer bust guys, both of them. They are. It, it, Fells has kind of hadn't been doing a lot lately, so I think I go with Hollister. I'll go to Hollister as well. Marquise Brown or Kenny Stills, standard scoring for my man Alex. Ooh. I think I'm going to go with, with Hollywood Brown just because in standard scoring, you're hoping he catches that big bomb. So that, that's what I would go with. Another Hollywood Brown question Marvin Jones or Hollywood Brown? Standard. Standard? Uh, probably for the same reason I'd go with Hollywood. Let's go over to the HRMP listener line. It's getting to the end. The nitty-gritty 11 minutes till kickoff. Eric, you're on Moneyline. What's going on, my man? Hey, man, I got full point PPR. I got my flex spot, John Brown or Jamison Crowder. Oh, man. It's so tough because Brown has got a really tough matchup this week. So I'd probably go with Crowder. I'm with you as, as that as well. Crowder, he, I think this is the big game for one. Remember, we're talking about the Jets team total. Mm-hmm. I think the Jets are going to blow it up. And I've been on Robbie Anderson, but one of those receivers is going to go off. And they very well both. I think Crowder gets, you know, eight to ten targets today, six catches, 75 yards and a touchdown, somewhere around there. That that's feasible. Yeah, and in PPR, Crowder usually comes through for you, especially with Darnold. Remember the beginning of the season when he was peppering him? What was it, sixteen targets or something? Mm-hmm. So, Watson or Wilson? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, 
me pull up my rankings here, see where I have him at. Man, I think I go with Deshaun. You know, I just the Broncos don't scare me. What scares me is what Deshaun did last week, and if you bench him again when he has another game like that. So, but I mean, you're not going to hate it with Russell Wilson. He's been great, but I'm going to go with Deshaun. Having both of those guys on your team has yeah. been a dilemma all year. I bet. I bet that's been a headache, but. Uh... I would personally go Russell, though, just because I feel like there's going to be more scoring in that game. But, again, it's it's tough to – I'm a Watson guy. I'm a, I own Watson, and it's just it's just tough to limit to be in, but I just see more points in that game. Tyler Boyd or Golden Tate? Uh, I think I'll go with Boyd. Me? I, I'm yeah. with Boyd with you as well. Crowder or Lockett? Oh, if you need safe and it's a PPR – I might lean Crowder, but if you need some upside, I have a sneaky feeling Lockett's going to get on track this week, and I don't think that Ramsey's going to be on him. I think there's a good chance he'll be on Metcalf. So, you know, if you need some upside, I go for Lockett. I just had deja vu. Last year you did the same thing with Lockett. Remember that? And and he went off. Yeah. It was a random game. I don't remember when, but it was a two-touchdown game. I won't never forget it, but deja vu. Either way, James White or Chris Carson, PPR? This might be unpopular, but I, I kind of like White, dude. I just I don't see how else they're going to move the ball. He had a huge week against the Texans last week. So at a full PPR, I'm, I'm going to go with White. I think that that's exactly what they're going to do. Whenever we talked about the, the Patriots having the blueprint against the Chiefs, that's yeah. one of the blueprints they use is using White, getting it down. That's I mean, White's one of my sneaky plays in DFS this week. Is, is and, and I say sneaky not because I know what people won't be on him, but there's other better options this week that people are overlooking James White, and I think this is a huge, huge week for him. Man, these questions are coming through fast. Brady or, or Matt Ryan? Ooh, uh, I'm going to go with Brady. I just I think he has a bounce back game this week. I like Matt Ryan. He's in he's in like my top fifteen, I believe. But I've got Brady. I've got Brady at eleven, and I've got Matt Ryan at fourteen. Is Beasley a viable option today? <sighs> no, I, I just I don't like the matchup. The matchup is tough for sure. All right, that's it for those questions. Any other games you want to get into? Yeah, we got a couple more here. We'll try and finish off the slate. So let's talk about this Chargers Jacksonville game real fast. Hard to expect a lot out of Phil Rivers here, and you know I had him in my my waiver wire column this week, Jerry, because, you know, in theory, he could have a nice game against Jacksonville, but their coaches also come out and said, if, if he plays poorly, there's a good chance they'll bench him. You don't want to count on that in the fantasy playoffs. I don't like the way they're going about this. Remember they had the backup warming up during the game. And, yeah. And you, and you ask yourself, what does this mean? Are they going to take him out this drive? And, Rivers came back out, and you're thinking, okay, is he on a short leash? Like, what does that do? What does that do for a veteran to see the warm, the guy, the backup warming up? It's like, are you trying to tell me something as a man? Tell me where are we going with this? Right. I don't like the look of it all. I don't either. And you know, I had people last week that were like, hey, should I start? You know, Nick Foles over Deshaun Watson. You know, because Watson had that tough matchup against the Patriots, and then he gets benched, and they bring in Minshew. So don't get too cute this time of year. That's the sound of the alarm, folks, and that means that we are going to put our name on something that we feel confident in. Who are you putting your name on this week? And I like Carson Wentz this week. I think he goes off. We talked about him a little earlier in the show. He had a big game last week. He just he lost. So I think he comes through this week. Give me some Carson Wentz. I think well over 20 fantasy points. What do you got, Trey? Put your name on something for the people. I'm going to put my name on the over for the Redskins and the Packers because the Packers are down two corners, and you never know. I mean, I know they run the ball a lot, but 
if you got two corners down, then why not try and exploit that and throw the ball? I think there's gonna it's gonna be an over, sneaky over today. I like it. It's a low total. People are not gonna be on it. I like it. Me, I'll be on the uh, the Bilal Powell train. <laughs> I do think it's a it's a day that we'll remember his name for the 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 times that you do see him is the times that he crushes you, right? And yep. some way somehow somebody got him off the waiver wire on you, and you're thinking right now, what is Powell doing on this team? He's going to hurt you today. I'm putting my name on that. I like it. And you know where I'm going to go to bet on that? Maybe I'll bet on his personal totals because I think they're going to use them a lot, Jerry. And my bookie's where I'm going to do that, right? Because where you know who you're betting on is just important as like who you're betting with. And with my bookie, you don't have to worry about getting your money. They're going to pay you. Nobody pays out the fastest. They're safe, reliable. They've been in business for years, and that's why Jerry and I bet with them. Also, they have in-game live betting. That's the best thing. When You can just get your phone out at the sports bar and get some action on the game. Somebody gets hurt, something changes, you can fire away and get in on it. So, guys, you can just pull out your phone, get on your computer, go to mybookie.ag and get your account started. And, guys, they, they will back you up. You put in 200 they will match 200 All you have to do is put in promo code RADIO. That's promo code RADIO at mybookie.ag. And just make sure you get that account started so you can bet with house money, guys. You play, you win. And you get paid, my bookie. So, you want to go out tonight but don't know where to go? Easy fix. Head over to culturemap.com for the latest social happenings going on in the city. <laughs> 